Well, as Sean would say, welcome to the Campfire Passport Podcast. A little weird, just me doing the intro, but the reason it's just me is because this is the lost episode. We honestly didn't think we were going to have this episode to post ever, let alone now, and it just all chalked up to had a recording error where we lost Steve for the entire, or not the entire, but for the better part of the recording. And in losing Steve for the better part of the recording, it just didn't make sense anymore. But we lucked out. We found a version that did have Steve's audio on it, but it's a version that is a little different. It's a version that is not as good of a quality as what uh, we at the Campfire Passport podcast like to give to our listeners. But it's a good conversation. We want it to be out there. So outside of a little dip in audio quality, a little bit of background noise from Mike mostly, which I'm sure you're, if you've been here since day one, you're pretty used to that by now. Maybe some latency issues. It still works. Uh, it's a, at about the 20 minute mark. You'll notice it, I'm sure. But like I said, we, we want to get it out there because why not? Mike, you're the one that monitors the YouTube more than anybody, right? Well, just a little less than Colin, probably. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, Colin. I, I'm probably the, the top contributor on that one. <laughs> Colin so. informed us that we hit a new uh, subscriber milestone. So I'm not going to say the number because it's so big and impressive, but. Hate to make I'm somebody feel bad about it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to like. I definitely don't want to make someone feel bad, especially we've had some guests recently and I wouldn't want to put them down because they have YouTube channels and they're successful too mm -hmm. in different well, ways, in of course. Which one of us do you think they're going to send the little uh, plaque to? Mm, Colin, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to oh, let him man. keep it. It's all, it's all registered. I'll sign it though. Oh yeah. We'll get, we'll get everybody's signatures. And... <laughs> but speaking of, it's going to be worth something monitoring everything. Uh, Aaron called you out on there, by the way. Uh, and me, yeah. And I, I told him I let it slide just because I was gonna, you know, which bit of Toyota knowledge did I mess up? Uh, actually, it was your Volkswagen knowledge, Sean. And oh. you referred, oh. you referred to your Mark II as surf green, which that's a Mark three color. Damn it! It's Montana yep. green. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my Aaron, god! I can't believe Aaron I did that. Aaron was pretty disappointed. I in you. cannot so, believe that. I and I heard you say it, and I was so like, sorry. and you were you were kind of on a roll when you were saying it. I was like, I'm I'm just gonna let him. I'm gonna let him go. Just keep rolling with that, you know. Yep. So it's very close to Ford's Seabreeze mm. green. Yeah. This is true. See, yeah. they're all within the same color palette. <laughs> 
I definitely can't believe I did that, but I can see that I did it because I Googled that a while back. Yeah. I was looking for something and, and I was like, oh, it in the color like the Mark II was, surf green. And then I went, whoa, that's not right. Yeah, that is not So I must color. have still just held on to yep. it. Yeah. You know, if we're honest, as much as I like Mark IIs and as much as I would love to have another big bumper one like that again, because I think they're great. I'm really a Mark III guy, so that's where I, that came from. I know from, you are. Aaron, yep. When when you're listening to this one, that's <laughs> why. And Aaron will understand because he's also a little bit of a Mark III guy, so he'll he'll say, "Oh yeah, I guess that makes yeah, sense." It's fair. Mark, I hope. Yeah, Mark III's yeah, Mark III on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Mark III is I will, best. So I will ad- uh, address another uh, YouTube comment because <laughs> I mean, why not? We're on the we're on the top. We're oh, on this the is fun. Uh, we got another. Like we got another entry from Luke. Uh, so this one oh. is on our hundred thousand dollar builds. He uh, he gave us his top three mm-hmm. as well. So, oh good! This is, what a great way for Luke to participate. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he won't do the podcast, but he'll tell he'll you give about us it. his opinions on it. Yeah. So what we've got here at number three. Uh, no surprise on this one. I think we're we're all expecting this. Uh, the gladiator AV. that he already has, oh. with the GFC that he already has, <laughs> <laughs> and just do more overlandy Feels stuff like a to go. <laughs> yeah, that that exactly. <laughs> it's, it's well. So is Luke telling us how much he's spent? Yeah, is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the baseline so far so <laughs> so yeah so that was his three man i mean yeah yeah sure uh and his number two yeah and then assessment and a raptor right God, why 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 would you do that well sorry i thought you were just like i thought you just said that was his three like you were done and i was like no nah, you're not done that was i always for, start I at it. the bottom what do you man well now that mike's ruined it <laughs> And then we're here. He said, he said, well, I didn't hear anyway, him. So keep going. He said, uh, number two was a Cessna 170 Bush plane, which we had basically sure. talked about and assumed that he would be into. Uh, but he yeah. comments, license is required, Sean. Cause you were talking about <laughs> only, <laughs> well, at what elevation licenses are required for cars too. And people drive them without them all the time. That's true, but he he Luke, he fair. did, and I know the FAA isn't involved in the in cars, but <laughs> he he did Are say you Luke doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> no, he did say that uh, it's a good idea to understand <laughs> how to fly. Is the other precursor to that? Not exactly going to hop in tomato, there. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Is he? Did he just call me out for not knowing how to fly? I think so. He's not wrong, yeah. but it's that another was a low. it's another flex. Yeah, Man. another flex. Um, I, I've played Flight Simulator before. <laughs> that one guy that took the the Q four hundred, he also played Flight Simulator. Okay, so, well. and to be fair, yeah, he did fine. All the, everything he wanted to accomplish. Yeah, people. <laughs> it's how the astronauts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> See. <laughs> Uh, doesn't doesn't require nearly as much runway as you think, which we're all pretty aware. We've seen the videos of those taking off in you know no space at all. 
so his number one, yep. which I, they have competition. I, I can get behind other than how wide they are, which is one of the reasons I, I had to rule it out for me uh, with, with my vehicle switch, uh, a V8 Raptor. So first gen That's surprising. Raptor with a GFC. You know, weirdly they call those second gen, which really bothers me. What? They call them second gen. The first gen is the five four powered super cab one, and then the six two powered ones. They like Raptor people call them second gens. I don't. Sure. It's weird. But it's uh, the same generation, just a different motor. I know. I know. I call it a first gen. It's the same that's truck. The like, that's that's a first gen. Is in the generation. True. Well, yeah. if you so if anything, up, it's a, so if, if, if anything, Google it'd be right one point five, gen- right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I get. I'm. I understand yeah, exactly. the premise. But if you Google Gen Three Raptor right now, you will not get the current one. You will get the last one, which was the second iteration, or the second body style, but mm-hmm. the third generation of the Raptor, which is stupid. It's like oh not oh eight oh nine to ten. I'm gonna look this up because I'm gonna screw it up. It's still the six two. It's not surf yeah. green. I know that much. Yep, that's true. I bet um, there is. You know what? Ford's Ford's all about that kind of. Yeah. Recycling. So Gen One is ten to twelve. No, that's see, that's weird. This this has it listed right. Hmm. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I swear that I had somebody at one point. Yeah, third generation is number now. Ah, whatever. All right. Well, run that back. I'm wrong. Whoa! <laughs> Talk about a revelation. Yep. I swear that I had read like some. Yeah, some forum or some idiot at the shop a long time ago told me this, and I was like, no, I don't buy this. But I saw it a couple times, and I said, okay, well, maybe that's just what these people say. But now I see that I would have been right if I would have held to my ways on that. Mm. So kind of like the Hilux <laughs> thing with Jesse. Your gun, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even get him started on that. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to have a YouTube comment from him for sure. Oh, yeah. I doubt it. If you're out there, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's listening. not watching. No, he's, a, he's a listener on a different <laughs> exactly. platform. He listens on, yeah. on Spotify, which we appreciate because we need the numbers in, uh, in every facet. I listen on Apple because it's diversifying our mm, listener base. Yep, good. Mm. Did you rate us on... And it's because it's also... I have... I have I have not commented, but I have liked and subscribed. Yep. Need, a, need to leave to a review, Sean. Channels. Need to leave a review. Oh, I did that too. I did that. Okay, good. I Excellent. did a review. Five stars. <laughs> Thought about doing four. Well, it's hard. You know, little... it's hard to it's hard to go up from five, right? So if we're already at the top, yeah, I got to leave room for improvement. Exactly. Yeah. So I That's I right. would have understood. That. We're not perfect. <laughs> Are we near perfect? Yeah, but. Not perfect. Oh man. Um, do you? <laughs> do any of you have any uh, news things you've seen recently that are interesting in our in our world? Not the one thing we're really going to talk about, but anything else. Um. No, we're we're all <laughs> just slowly marching towards the end of time anyway. So yeah. What's the- What's the point? What's the real point of watching, right? <laughs> Come on. I haven't really seen a lot uh, I think, either. The I think we started war with Iran again. But who's who's counting? Huh. I mean they come back from that a few times. 
Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I got my transmission. That's cool. Oh, that's good news. Is, that is it's news. not in yet, right? That's the old one on the... No, that's the old one. Yeah, I've got to tear it apart. Um, I need to take like three sensors and then the tail shaft housing and the tail shaft extension off of this, put it on mine, put it all together, and then I can have them come pick up my core. Um, but it, I mean, with how it came out, Smooth. now that I know everything is unplugged, it should be hypothetically ready to drive on Monday if I can get this weekend the way I have it scheduled. So Solid. Sweet. fingers crossed. I've had COVID, so I haven't really been working on it very much. Because yeah. you know that sucks um, to have. Yeah, um, I had it in an airport. That was even worse. I slept so overnight in Seattle uh, airport on hard plastic chairs with a fever and the shakes and like body aches. And they, were, the lady at the front desk was like, "Oh yeah, we're not giving out hotel vouchers because it was weather related." And I was yeah, like, that's... "No, you canceled our flight. You said you canceled our flight because not enough people were available to be on it." And they're like, yeah, because they had bad weather. And I was like, wait a minute. If there's weather in Australia and you cancel my flight, am I going to have a weather? You just weren't having it. And I was just shaking and tired. So I didn't do anything about it. Um, I was a lot like John Mulaney in that skit where he talks about, uh, like, uh, we're Delta Airlines and life is a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Um, Only it was Alaska Airlines. Mm. Uh, But yeah, it was a good time. And then uh, I got back and have not touched this since because... All of the time that I've had available for that has been used sleeping. Um, <laughs> That's better anyways, right? Feels good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't remember 100% if I know how to put it all back together because it's been a little while. But other than that, it should be fine. Man, every time I've ever done something like that, I feel like I always surprise myself. I'm always like, I don't remember how I took this apart. And then I start putting it together and I go, oh, yeah. It fits like this. Like you reach over, you reach over for some bolts, and they're the ones you needed. And you're like, yeah. that's why I put them there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Okay. Thanks, past self. <laughs> Future me appreciates you. Exactly. Um, so uh, I'm dumb about JK's. Uh, is the transfer case still in there? It doesn't. You're not taking it out as one one deal. No, you take them separated. So I took Weird. the transfer case off, and then I took the. Uh, transmission out. They're both on the ground behind me. Oh, okay. so it is out. Holds the transfer case. Yeah. Oh god, but, you've got um, that stupid it, thing on your. What, how did that happen? <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That's so, gonna be great. There's, a, there's great an video. IOS, <laughs> there's an iOS update that you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go into some settings and turn that off. I had that happen during a work how. meeting. <laughs> so if you do this, it'll send a thumbs up. Go me. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, Just add some uh, pizzazz. No, it's very easy to take the transfer case off. <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks. Let's go, boys. Um, yeah, so it's very easy to take the transfer case off. So I did and removed it and set it over there. It's very convenient. Um, it's. I'm not going to do any preventative maintenance while I'm in there. Why um, would you? Because, <laughs> you know. Uh, it before you're not going to do those manifolds because it might be easier to get to? <laughs> no, I haven't done those. Even though I have the whole exhaust off and sitting at my feet right now, um, I'm not going to do those manifolds. And then I have the oil pan here that I haven't done yet either. So what are you going to do? Uh, not preventative maintenance. Am I right, boys? Let's go. High fives, everybody. Just put bigger tires on. I was really hoping for an explosion. 
<laughs> you should, yeah. This is a prime time to put 40s on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. While the transmission's out. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking the, the, the transmission's out, I should get Super Duty axles. No, no axles. Just, oh, just the 40s. Transmission went out and I, it's lighter now, so it's easier to yeah. lift off the ground very, to put the tires on it. Mm-hmm. I very strongly considered LS swapping it because I lost reverse. Like, I was really, I was talking to oh, you guys. Man. I'm glad you, you talked me out of it. You I came at like, us with some ideas that were not good. I was like, mm. Well, I'm going to do this. COVID. I didn't then, know I had it yet. Yeah. I was like, you're thinking three steps ahead in a plan that's not going to work out, Mike. I know. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to make it to your, your Rubicon. Sorry. Oh. He's going to buy a Super Duty. It was, I had a whole thing figured out. You did miss a really good snow wheeling trip. I'm sorry. I finally got oh, to like man. break trail and like you know up halfway up the grill snow so that was cool that's fun how'd it do well, um pretty good <laughs> it uh i melted a wiring harness and got my lockers stuck so i just <laughs> i haven't fixed that yet but off your exhaust manifold yeah i think all the snow like had built up underneath and like yeah. i've got the harness that goes back to the um the transfer case and stuff it it's a little, it was okay, but like, I wasn't super happy with how close it was to the exhaust already or exhaust already. And then I think it got pulled out with the snow and it tapped it. So I have no more speedo and my lockers do not work currently, but they are off now, which is Ooh, important that is a to change. driving around town. <laughs> would you, mm-hmm. would you go to like yeah. flexible metal conduit? Yeah. I think I might do like a couple companies like DEI make a, uh, like a shielded, um, you know, just like a, foil yeah. type stuff um so yeah, i'll probably do that just, just in that area because um the way the exhaust is routed normally is on the outside of the frame and on the inside of the frame i could just maybe move that uh wiring to the top of the frame because there's enough room between the body and the frame to do that but i don't know sounds like a lot of work i don't i really don't know i have to i have some other stuff that i have to wire up so it's not a huge um huge thing i just don't want to do it right now basically that's where I'm at. I'm in the same boat for extending two very small, very easy to extend wires so that I can get my uh, EVAP system back working. <laughs> out of work. Here we go. <laughs> just two of them. Just got two of them. And I'm just not going to do it. I'm actually going to run a uh, new fuel line to the EVAP canister purge valve and uh, keep the plug length the same distance because I'm just not. not I'm, I'd rather work with fuel line yeah that's fair it's not it it's not me i'm not them (laughs) you did so the other thing god (laughs) the other thing you that you missed on that trip mike unfortunately Uh was the uh two broncos so obs or uh what's what's i guess the like late late 80s early 90s broncos what are those are not bullnose it's the one after a bullnose right I don't know. Brick? I'm gonna. It's gonna be Raptor no. thing all over again. Brick, brick is the before brick bullnose, right? No. Okay, so they are bullnose, Mike. You're bull right. Nose. Yeah. Bull. Okay. Brick and then OBS. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Well, either way, they're kind of like the more. They're brick nose. Yeah. Oh, no, hold on. Brick is standby. Like yeah. the truck that. Look it up, um, Jane. Dave. Oh yeah. Had. Sure enough, brick nose. Yep. Yeah. Not new Dave. Yep. All right, old, well, old Dave. They're brick nose. Anyways, 
Yeah. Pair of those on 35s, barely any lift. Those things go like hell in the snow. <laughs> it's crazy. I partly because it's Oliver and and his other kind of redneck friend driving them, and that helps. But dude, Oliver broke trail in that same snow for like a while, um, and I was. When I took over, finally, it got like a little bit deeper and it was a slog for my rig. So like I was impressed that the Broncos could go that that hard without. I mean, it's just aired down 35s and like a. I don't even know if they have like a two inch lift or something. They're short as hell. <laughs> so not that my rig's tall, but like mm-hmm. these are little. So well, are those heavier? They got to be lighter. I did order mm-hmm. my uh, 35s because. I, I guess the 35 on 16s is like not a common size. No, you gotta go to 17s, man. Was it just no, 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 no way. 16s, yeah. 17s, the right size wheel for an off road vehicle currently. Yes, 17s uh, unless you're running 42s, and then at this point, you gotta do 20s. I'm sorry, it looks yeah. weird, but that's the way it is. Yeah, 17s are the right move. I've, I tried 17. to be a 15s guy for forever, and I couldn't get anything past the 35. It's really neat if you've got an old CJ or something. But on a yeah. Tacoma, a 17s, Jeep. you can run lower PSI without beadlocks on 17s, though, yeah, for sure. I don't know. They're just, there's a lot of them. <laughs> That's the thing. And you can buy the yeah. tires in any size you want, in any load rating you want, from any brand you want. Every Jeep comes it's with them now. True. And it's... And... Sorry, Mike. Yeah. If you want 35s and you want to get them cheap because they're used, you can buy 315 70 17s, which are 35s. And they come on every Raptor and all the. There's a bunch of. I think Jeeps use them too, right? All the. Yeah. All the 392s have them. All the. Yeah. So that's the move. 17 is the the tire. I tried to be a 15 guy in a TJ for forever and I couldn't go up past 35 inch tires. At all, like it just didn't. Like I couldn't get any of them. Well, you can buy so, uh, the Interco ones that are like yeah. six hundred dollars a tire. But they're going higher than thirty fives on my yeah. Tacoma. No, I don't think you need to. I think that's a, a nice spot. I, Even I have like to do a, what Jesse did, and then I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why he sold his truck. Yeah, yeah. Those Broncos that were t- I was talking about had thirty fives on fifteen. So mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Well, I remember I went out with them in the TJ once, and that's where yeah. I got my. Uh, most popular reel ever created. Out with the rock. 69,000 69, views. <laughs> but only if you look at it on the Facebook side. <laughs> Bring up the numbers. <laughs> Did we tell you that? Yeah. Did we tell you? I got all that. It's because I was looking at it on Facebook views and Colin was looking at it on Instagram views. And that's why we had all the, you know, twist around. Turns out there's a whole bunch more people on Facebook willing to watch my BS. Then uh, on Instagram, they're this my people. Com- <clears throat> this is a conversation which I have is, frequently. Which is why you need to repost our stuff on mm-hmm. there. On my Facebook. You're right. To your giant, apparently giant audience. <laughs> yeah, Mike's really big on Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm going to go get my cane and I'll walk Real big Facebook to the guy. newspaper <laughs> in the middle of the street. Oh, my Down the Back in my camera. day. <laughs> God dang. Yeah. Uh, they were great out there, except for that one rock they found. Yeah. Well, they, I don't know. They go like hell in the snow. That's all. That's all. End of story. I think they're willing to take a 5 0 
and uh, put it on uh, the chip, if you will, and let her eat. Yeah. Oh, I had a fun thing happen. Um, my drive-by wire uh, plug came undone when I was trying to drive. <laughs> so that was cool. It was very scary. Ooh. It was the first time the check engine lights come on, and it just died. And I was like, oh, my God. Just push on that plug. Everything is good. Good to go again. Um. I was looking for news today, and there's not a whole lot that has happened recently. Uh, RTR, Von Gittin, did a like off-road lightning. It's kind of cool. I don't know if you guys saw that. I saw um, a little bit about it. It's sweet. I like it. I mean, you know, I don't know. He's not going to sell it. I'm sure everybody's going to hate it because it's electric and yeah, blah, blah, blah. But I thought it was cool. People seem to do like those Jeep 4xEs, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, that was the number one hybrid in the U.S. like last year for a long time. I mean, Toyota's has it right by not trying to go full EV. It's yeah. there's no point if the infrastructure is not there for charging. Don't. No, and a plug-in hybrid is a way more better option. And a plug-in hybrid gives you that that connection that you don't need to have like dual batteries or any exactly. of that stuff. Well, and we hopefully really enjoy. we can get away from like startup emissions with diesel and be able to actively have hybrid diesel electric. Yeah. Me, I'm just going to struggle here for a minute. Oh my God. I think so that might, in my crotch. that might be a ways off. I think diesel, I mean, I don't know. I diesel is great and I believe in it. Right. But like I, the U S doesn't, it's just like, it's just like wagons, right? Like there's no reason we need all these stupid SUVs. I love SUVs, but all the other ones, the dumb ones, the GLEs, the Tiguans, the Macans, all that shit. Like, it's stupid. Well, I don't want to have to deal with DEF again or anything. Yeah, there's that too. But, like, we should be buying wagons because they do all those things and they're more efficient and they're closer to the ground and they're, like, better in most things. But people think they have to sit up high and they think, I just, man, I just went on this, this. (laughs) <laughs> I just listened to a couple podcasts in a row that really have me on, on edge about this, but everybody's like really, and this is a common uh, problem that we have here. And I think it's rural America in general, but in central Oregon, it's, it's a big thing, just like it is everywhere else. You got to have a big rig. Cause if you don't have a big rig and you get in an accident, you could, you could get hurt because your rig isn't bigger than the other person's. And that's the stupidest <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Like I love cars and I love trucks and I like big trucks. Right. But like, that's dumb. Like the the whole like the whole thing it really gets me like that that's such a selfish way of of looking at the world right like if my if my vehicle is not the toughest vehicle then somebody else was gonna die instead of me in an accident like okay <laughs> that's really cool for society I don't know anyway yeah I, I get it but at the same time I would like Miles to go on to do greater things than me yeah and but- I'll kill you for it. Sure, I guess. I don't, but, I don't but have like, any problem. But I agree that I'd rather have wagons. I'm not. A, I'm not on that bandwidth. Uh, I just have I'm never just been in the like in the in that mindset. Like to me, it's never been like. And I know lots of. Do you people. hear that, Holden? Your dad would sacrifice you so we'd have wagons. Maybe he he's a wagon lover. He would like I that know. comment. I know. Long roof for life. <laughs> no, I just it's the to me it's the like screw everybody else. It's all me thing. And I went on this rampage in our group text recently and then deleted it because I felt like it was a little strong. I came in just a little bit heavy on it. 
little hot, Sean. So in the, in the sake of keeping our tens of listeners around, maybe I'll just stop that before I go too far with it as well. Sean wants you to drive compact cars that are electric. Ooh, maybe yes. if you're driving back and forth to work, it's not a bad <laughs> idea. I don't think you need a Suburban. Just saying. If you want one, that's your right. That's fine. I'm just saying maybe we change public opinion by putting out information into the world that is normal. Why don't we put out cool wagons? I'm, I'd cool get wagons. behind that. Make wagons cool again. I mean, keep wagons cool. They've always well, been cool. You They're don't still have to cool. make them. Yeah, you don't have to no, make them cool again. They're always the only been cool. one. The only one we have here in the states, though, is like what a Buick, and it's nothing is sick. Cool. By the way, yeah. it's kind of cool. I'm not super into it, um, but I think if we had a lot of them again, it'd be cool. I mean, the, I mean, the, Audi the, has the Magnum wagons, was. But, yeah, but actually, what do they know? Neat, but looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, they've aged well. Yeah. That's the one thing. I, I see them now, and I'm like, you know what? They weren't the worst thing in the no. world. <laughs> no. So now that we have all the other things yeah. that suck, it's one of those one of those things. A lot of a lot of the the Chrysler and Mopar uh, attempts were exactly that <laughs> attempts. Yeah. yeah. Not, didn't exactly hit the mark. At least they were trying something. But for new, some though, reason. I'm glad you're here, PT Cruiser, but go the yeah. fuck away. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> hey, they weren't the only ones. Chevy had that stupid HHR. I know. So. The Prowler, too. And both of, them, both of them made, like, a high-performance version. So the HHR came with, like, a 2-liter turbo, mm-hmm. and the PT Cruiser came with the Neon SRT 4 motor or whatever. The 2.3, yeah. I think. I think the 2.4, but yeah. 2.4, yeah. You're just like, come on. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Could be worse. Pinnacle of American automobile design. Speaking <laughs> of that, how about <laughs> English cars? How do we feel mm. about English cars like the Ineos Grenadier? The Grenadier? The Grenadier. At 70 grand, it's pretty fucking amazing. It's expensive, but when you compare it to like Land Cruiser, I would say is the probably the most similar in America, um, or Defender, I think, I think it. I think it competes with not only with Defender, but with Wrangler, true, and Four Bronco, Wrangler, or Wrangler, yeah. Bronco, Forerunner, Tacoma, Those but are, and Colorado. Sorry for the price. Incredible what you get, yeah. Because the platform is ready to do what we want to do, and mm-hmm. we don't have to undo a bunch of shit. Yep. I have a different take on it, and I have a different opinion, but it's because I'm a, a guy that drives cheap rigs to drive cheap rigs because I don't feel like I need one that expensive. Yeah. And so I, in my head, like, I get it. There's going to be a, a market for it, but for less money, you can have a 392 Wrangler Rubicon. Or No, what? No. No. They're eighty thousand dollars out the gate on those things all over the place. They get seventy-one for an Enos. You think they're not going to mark these up? Well, you think these are going to be the only car in the world that are not marked up, Sean? I think they're going to be marked up less than a three ninety-two Wrangler, though. For sure. I don't think so. There's a lot of yeet yeet bros looking for three ninety-two Wranglers, and a bunch of soccer moms looking for these things. There's a bunch of angry-eyed duck bros (laughs) in the world, bro. Three ninety-two Wranglers, sixty-nine thousand dollars. Three ninety-two Wranglers, seventy thousand dollars. Three ninety-two Wrangler, 
fifty-one thousand dollars. No, but it's broken. It's okay. That's a co-part. Yeah, a completely. <laughs> it's a different. That's a totally different market, though. I, I really I don't know. view those it in is. the same market as no. a Wrangler. It's no, not, I would. That's not what. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it is. Yeah, I think I a regular Rubicon is. I don't think so. I don't think even it is. I don't look at a Wrangler as a luxury SUV. I agree. Yeah, this is a luxury SUV market. It's much yeah. bigger than a Wrangler, also. Yeah. Like, I mean, not. I, it's going mean, to be you know, G wagon. It's like going to be Lexus. Urban, yeah. It's like yeah. bigger. It's, I mean, Wranglers. Yeah. Well. <laughs> now, let's I'm not forget. The, remember, yeah. this is new car companies always are going to launch their flagship big dick like product. Sure. So if that's going to be where their high mark is. Then there's probably going to be a 52, 50k, uh, you know, secondary base. model. I doubt it. It didn't no, look like that was part of the plan. In their five year plan. Are you sure? Because I'm. Yeah. I was looking at their their base model that's available that you can buy and yeah. build without For adding anything. But is seventy one thousand dollars. Releasing. Well, yeah, but that's not that's not the same as saying like Lexus. The the new Lexus is going to be this. It, they're going to drop a cheaper Lexus. Well, yeah, they're going to drop a cheaper car, but it's not going to be this. But it's not going to be an NES. Are those uh, companies creating something that is like purpose built off road for that market? Or are they trying to actually target the soccer moms and all that other stuff? I think right now they're actually trying to do both, which is kind of interesting. For a long time, it wasn't that. I think yeah. for a long yeah. time, it was like, screw it, especially mm -hmm. Lexus. We just talked about this on a different podcast. Yeah. Especially Lexus was like, who cares? Like, we'll we'll just sell, we'll rebrand this, we'll sell it as a soccer mom vehicle, mm -hmm. and people will buy it, and it's great. But because did. overlanding and off-roading has gotten so popular in the last few years, some of these companies have taken notice, and Lexus is one of those, and Enios, I think, is in the same kind of boat, and that's why I'm like, I think that comparison works for especially the GX. Mm -hmm. I think the Wrangler works just because I think people that are buying Wranglers that are not the not all of them, but I think your overlander Wrangler guy who's looking at a fully loaded Rubicon will also look at this. Not all of them. Definitely, but some of them will because they're looking at I like maybe I like Defenders, maybe I like Land Cruisers or whatever. But the Wrangler is a really good option, and the Wrangler's whatever sixty four thousand dollars, you know, optioned up. Maybe I take this jump and I get into this because I'm not going to buy the Lexus because the Lexus is a little too vanilla. It's a little too soft, like all these things, and the Neos kind of gets that it's the g-wagon thing but it's half the price right like mm -hmm. that's really cool because it's mm -hmm. so that's my thing it's so much along that line the front and rear lockers the solid axles i know g-wagons don't have solid axles now but it's we're still fairly fresh on that right so like it's got all those right. like off-roady bits that are real and it's still something that you would show up to at a nice dinner or whatever and like nobody's gonna be like oh my god you brought a whatever a 94 land cruiser <laughs> Like it's, it's still pretty, pretty nice for tech bros that like, you know, are going to do that. Now I Mike to like go all the way back to the start of this, I totally understand. And I'm not buying one either. Right. Like I get that. And with my $70,000 in this hypothetical, I think we all know that's not what I'm buying, no. but right. if I'm in the market for a brand new SUV in three months, 
at that price point, I don't know that it's compelling. I, I, I still argue that it, I, it just doesn't, the, I will agree with you on so many different things. I'm going to argue on the Wrangler point left, right, and center because you can get uh, a brand new 4XE Rubicon with 100% of everything and it's $68,000. But you can get a brand new Rubicon with leather seats and not every option for fifty eight. You're $20,000 cheaper. Unless you're buying a 392 or a 4XE, you can get into a Rubicon for $20,000 less. It's well, a different that's not, game. That's not, that's not 20, right? Because like, it, the, if the base Ineos still has a, leather and all that totally stuff, that's... Market, yeah, exactly. It's just not the market for that. It's not the same place that you're going to be. I'm not saying the I, Rubicon's better. I, I, I still, still think, think people, people will cross shop them. I think they are. I, I think, think it, they will. I don't totally think they're going to cross shop that. I, do. I don't think so. I think, that's too I think you guys are too married to those it's two brands and that those two styles to see it. But I think the same guy that's looking at a Raptor Bronco that's looking at a Rubicon is also thinking about this. And I never mind. I'll, I'll that's my, that's the point that I I think <laughs> I think is is true. I think those people are looking at the same thing. Now I I will not discount though that there are diehard Wrangler people that are only buying Wranglers, and that's a huge portion of their market, right? They're towing them behind their RVs, they're retiring and getting one for going jeeping, there's all those things. And there's a bunch right. of people that are old Land Cruiser nerds or Overland nerds that are probably more likely to buy an Ineos than a Wrangler any day of the week. But I think there's like a quarter of that market, 25% of those the sales on either end of those vehicles, I think are probably cross shop because they live in the same category because they're both off-road vehicles with solid axles and lockers at front and rear. And there's very few of those. Well, Name another is- vehicle between the two of those that has solid axles front and rear and lockers front and rear. The it's the power wagon. The yeah. It's $80,000 to get into an Ineos without a lockers. What? Yeah. You can, there's a base model without the lockers. That's the 71,000 that people are talking about. Once you get into having a locked front and rear and the center diff lock, the only one I've been able to build on their okay. website is sure. 80 that, grand. But that's, I'm not, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Not, I'm, not, I'm saying, though, find me another vehicle, though, that has lockers and solid axles. It's a Wrangler right. or it's a Power Wagon. There's three, right? Are there, is there others? No, but I'm, I'm, I just don't that's think we've been cross-shopping based on the axle. I think I don't I, think I, a lot of people are. Yeah. I, I, I'm on so Sean's talking, boat. Sean's so. talking specifically about one guy. There's one guy that's going to crush It's me. The Rubicon. It's <laughs> me. I'm doing it. No, no, <laughs> no. There's a market of yeah. people that are wanting to get into this field that have the money but don't want to do the garage stuff. Sure. And that's, yeah. that's, that is for them, just like a fucking $80,000 Rubicon is, you know, it's the same yeah. shit. Well, it's, right. it's the, 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 I think that my, my issue with the argument there is I, the cross shopping, I don't think the cross shopping is people looking for solid axles. I think, I think it's capable is, off-roaders. You're looking it's, for yeah. an SU, a capable SUV that is around the same size and that is the cross shop. So the cross shop sure. is like a, a new Defender, the the new Lexus, a Land Cruiser, the Enios. Like the Jeep is not getting cross shopped with those vehicles. Like that is a different. 
it's, I it's in I a agree. different world. Maybe Sean, yes, I'm sure somebody that looked at a Jeep is like, huh, I should check out this Ineos because you know it's kind of it's kind of cool, and they're going to get into it and see it's a totally different class of vehicle in general, and that's that would make them realize, okay, do okay. I want a Jeep or do I, I want something yeah, that is? Yeah. I see also, your point. Also, also, Sean, Colin, Colin and I are agreeing on something from two oh, from different both, sides of the world, from both ends. <laughs> Yeah, I know. So I get it. Take this and run with so, it. Enjoy so maybe, it. I feel good. Maybe I, what I'm saying is this. Maybe what I mean is they should be cross-shopped because I think they're directly competitive to each other. And that's that's my opinion. That's, you know, whatever. It, it's okay well, that, that you have opposite opinions. And I think that that's uh, – that it makes sense because – it, it's they're completely different ideals, right? Like when you're looking at what they what they do, they're they're completely different ideals. I think they have a lot more in common that they have, or than they have different. But I can see how you wouldn't quite see that, or how someone in the market might not see that too. What is interesting, though, if you're cross shopping, the Enios and the Wrangler 392 have about the same gas mileage. Hmm. The Wrangler has uh, 14 miles per gallon combined, and the Enios has 15. So, uh, also, while, while we're looking specs up, I want to prove Mike wrong and myself wrong in the same swoop. Uh, you can buy a base hmm. model Grenadier with the locker package for 74350 So, we're both wrong. So, it's 4000 Okay, so it's $4,000 over base. Yeah, you could because so, I was building. I was trying well, to build the cheapest one. Which is a that's a great feature, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best things that Ford did as well with the Ranger. Was you can buy base model, add locker. Broncos you don't same way. Yeah, have to. Step you don't have to get trim. the TRD or yeah. the TRD Pro or the ZR2 to get lockers. You can yeah. just. Right. I just want the locker package. Like that's yeah. that's a great feature, and I think that will sell a ton of them at the base trim, yeah, and just get lockers. Like yeah. just kind of like how you can still do in Australia with Land Cruisers. You sure. can get a base trim, put the lockers in it, and there you go. You're off the lot with just this regular, you know, stripped down troopy or whatever. Which yeah. I'll say is important because watching, uh, I watched the uh, video with Trail Recon where he did the same thing and went out and did a 20 minute video. Cause I only watched half of the old guy video cause I ran out of time. Um, but he, he noted that basically there is no like off-road traction control to help you through. He was going through some basic whoops up a hill with no lockers. And at the first time he lifted a tire, all everything was gone. So when you center lock, you could get up like halfway up the whoops, but he couldn't get, all the way up this hill and he locked the rear. He made it up. No problem. But like the off-road traction control was not very good in his like attempts at, at running it up that hill. And to his credit, he, the guy behind him in his 392, um, or, and I've, I've seen him do that hill in his 392 with just four low and the traction control gets you up with a, you know, uh, disconnect sway bar, which I think would probably help a lot too. Mm -hmm. But it, the lockers from his standpoint and when he was explaining what, what he would like a hundred percent, no matter what option out would be the lockers. Cause otherwise yeah. you just, you're not going to make it everywhere that you'd want to in a truck like that. Well, that's, I mean, well, sure. I think, yeah, I think standard. a lot of people are going to argue that they, 
love the fact that it doesn't have a, an overbearing traction control. I was gonna also bring that up. Great, and, and I'm not yeah. saying, and I'm not saying that having traction control is a bad thing because yes, there are traction controls that are actually pretty decent. And yeah. for somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, sure, it's going to help a lot. But I also don't think the Grenadier is for the market of people that don't know anything. People right. that don't know about it like about the the off-roading world aren't looking at a grenadier they're not they don't even know it exists okay I like it's good this is a they're a very niche yeah. like it's going to be people it's going to take people from other like car ownerships and like bring them in that already have knowledge it's not going right. to be joe blow off the street that doesn't know what he wants yet but I if like you don't the buy the one with lockers you're not going uphill if on I the, the hill that he did like that's all yeah but i i would probably i mean I would love to see the base Wrangler do the same thing and make it up in a different, like, because we're really talking about, like, yeah. let's, let's, if you really, like, distill it down, you're talking about, again, two solid axles, coil springs, all-terrain tires, and a wheelbase. Like, right. it didn't not make it up because it didn't have traction control. It didn't make it up because he pointed it. It doesn't have traction control and he mashed the gas like that. And my rig wouldn't make it up that same thing, I bet. And I, I bet you know. It, I bet it would. Watch it. Well, well watch it the stuff. It doesn't yeah. have cruise or it doesn't have traction control. And if it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's right. the same you just thing. have 37s and, and a lot more sure. flex, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. But that's okay. I'll give you that, but you know what I mean? Well, a stock Tacoma would make it up that hill uh, well, that four low without any, yeah. Without any lockers installed, uh, the stock land cruiser would go up there without any lockers turned on. You can see it, it, as soon as it lifted a tire, it was out. It was game out, which is not a problem because it had blockers and that was an option. I'm but just saying that if you that must have, I got to watch so this that's because a software yeah, update. It must that. have been, it must have been not center locked then because. Right. Yeah. He did not have it center locked. Okay. Yeah, well, then that's, yeah. yeah. That's which, like driving two wheel driving a Tacoma. That's not a fair comparison either. <laughs> yeah. Right. I get yeah, it. He put it in four low. He did it again. That's, that's all wheel drive. Yeah, right. And, and a stock Tacoma <laughs> not in four wheel low already disengages the traction right. control. Yeah. It's off. The except moment the, you're it, locked, except the off road mode. Off. No, you not. Yeah, you have no lockers on. So when you're in off road, also locks. It has an off road traction control. Yeah. Can I ask a, a stupid drive, question really quick? Diff. If it, that guy doesn't lock the center diff, it's just gonna it's gonna be a one wheel drive. It's one wheel drive. Yeah. Um, is yeah. Trail Recon? The YouTube person, the same Trail Recon that has like an online store. I don't know, maybe. Okay, I've never, I've never looked at his him for like a that, but um, I don't I'm watch all of the stuff, but I watch some of the stuff because it's um, like Jeep pack out stuff and a lot of um, that sort of like uh, gear versus gear. Do you mm -hmm. need a? Um, you know, an electric cooler, or should you jump up all the way to get a fridge and, you know, that kind of stuff. Got it. Um, got it. Well, well so the what I, what I have to say about that comparison is it's that's, that was an, I'd say that's an unfair comparison and that is a driver. Uh, watch, watch it. Cause error. Cause he did, not a he did all of the error. above. Well, I know. Watch it. He went up the hill but, like but four times. But here's the thing you can't, yeah. com but you cannot compare it. With a with the open center diff to the Jeep That's doing what it. because the Jeep That's as soon as you put it in four said. wheel drive it locks the center diff. So that. I already said he did that. 
I already said I said he did that. So he locked the center, but he didn't lock the front or rear. He went up and he lifted both tires. He made it a little further, and he still couldn't go up the hill. Back back down, put it in, locked the front and rear. Did the hill no problem. So he had the center locked, and he did not have. The, but does does the center locker come on every NES, or do you have yeah. to get the locker up? So a center locker is just like on a Land Cruiser on any full time four wheel drive vehicle like that drive. is just locking the viscous coupler. Yep. It's just right. four wheel drive. So you're well, switching. I you from, can get a you can get a Land Cruiser though without a center lock, right? No, they all. So it's a really weird thing. You can get it like a hundred series doesn't have a button, <laughs> but as soon as it's in low range, it's locked. It locks. Yeah. Okay. Even so, though it doesn't tell you it does that, it does. So it's all it is is a viscous coupler. So all it does is say, "Hey, now we're locked. Now right. we're in four wheel drive." Really, that's the. So he 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 tried it uh, in just four high. He put it in four low. He did the four low center lock, and then he locked everything. And the only way he got up was with all three lockers locked. And so again, I'm not and saying that that's but that's it's also fine. that's also super fine. But just know that if you buy the base model without the lockers. It's going to be harder to do. It, it's not. It, it doesn't look like it's that good. I would argue <laughs> that if we put a stock Wrangler on this without lockers, it would do the exact same thing because it comes down to articulation and tire size, and that is it. And wheelbase, maybe the depending on the option. It's not. No, the I, I get all. Is what I was going to say. It's all created equal, otherwise, because it's the same I, amount of traction adder. Well, I've had I've had all the other I've had a stock yeah. Wrangler and done similar things. So I, I understand what you're saying, but it also has an off-road traction control that in four low will use the brakes to vector power from one to the other. So if you get into a situation where two wheels don't have traction, it will send the traction to the other sides because they have something. So I, I get what you're saying, but they they all have the rest of them seem to have something to accomplish this. The same thing with the Toyota Tacoma in four low without having it in the rear locked. It's going to use the tra- off-road traction control of some sort to help it maintain traction and go up hills like this. So this yeah. seems to have none. That's think, all I'm bringing I up. Think, yeah. I think you're putting a little too much faith into one dude's video, honestly. That's yeah. fair. Like a, yeah. I, think, yeah, I, I think we're both on One guy with it. that already I don't view as someone that's good at what he does. I mean, he's, I, mean I guess he's good at making YouTube videos, but <laughs> as far as like his driving bills and yeah. shit like that that I have seen he's 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 pretty low on on my fucking list so That's fair, but I've seen I don't like more I've, and I've with less, seen so. a handful yeah. of of the Ineos videos and a lot of people seem to be pretty impressed with how they are in completely stock trim like stock tires sway bars yeah. all that stuff and so I I don't know. I, I I think you're putting a little. You're thinking a little bit too much on one I mean, I watched, guy's video. In I watched half of the other guy that you recommended's video as well, and and every time he did anything, he locked everything every time. So I don't know. I don't know if he has later on in the video mm, stuff where he tries no, to do things he, unlocked. He didn't. When he was in the sand, he, he did. When he was he, trying to do that hill, no, he did. He yeah. did not. Okay. He he did. He tried it. He tried it without, and then he locked. He always right. started when he from... When he nothing. didn't make it? When he didn't make it, like we talked about? Right. The same, that, I'm saying the same thing, then. So you're saying that he didn't yeah, make it unlocked. Nobody would make it up and then, a sand hill right. in all-wheel drive. Right, exactly. But and he then, wasn't comparing it to anything. He was. He's comparing it strictly to itself. Right. I get, I get what you're saying. It just seems... what We're... 
we're having different arguments because I don't think that you're arguing the same thing I am. Well, that's it's I'm saying that if you choose to buy it without that is, Mike, that's I'm just saying that's if you it. choose to buy it without the lockers, it seems like no one can make it up a sand hill or a different sand hill well, that's, no, without that's, the lockers and stuff on. So that's, that's all I said. That's anecdotal, right? Because that's one <laughs> thing. So what that's called is again an anecdote, which is a perfect okay. transition into the second part of this conversation, which is. Anecdotal information ending ending up on the internet as fact. Exactly. (laughs) So (laughs) while while we're on this topic, Mm. the the, as fact, uh, Mm -hmm. I think we, uh, I think those opinions are not wrong as opinions. But I think until you see all of that information side by side by side by side, it's not fact, right? Like they're just opinions, and that's that's tricky. And that is a tricky thing that happens right. in in our current world, and especially with YouTube being so accessible and all those things, right? Like, it's really easy for that one guy to throw a video out and it to be the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Wa- I tried to watch it, but I'm watching without the sound, and I have no idea what's going on. I saw him get stuck, and I was like, oh, cool, he got stuck, and then he went up it. But why? I don't know. So, right. that's all to say... I don't know until I drive them next to each other, which I'm not going to do. I don't think anytime <laughs> I think it's a cool <laughs> rig and I think the Jeeps are cool too. And they're different, but I think they're still cross shoppable. Oh, oh, I, I just had, to, I just had so to not. say that. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason they're not cross shoppable uh, is do, if you look at Mike and I do have a question though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the trail recon. So, uh, Who's, did he actually buy it, or is he no. borrowing a friend's? Borrowed it from a friend, yep. So one of the yeah. uh, local Southern California suspension companies uh, bought one so they could do Had shock testing and it. spring testing and, and try and uh, make parts for it. They built, like, uh, yeah. uh, wheels for it already and something else. Um, so so, so once again, so there's there's the thing that they that the two videos that we're referring to have in common is these guys were not allowed from Ineos the vehicle. Right. That's they interesting. They had to do some circumventing way to get their hands on one to be able to like get a look at it and drive it and and make a video, uh, make content surrounded around their vehicle. Yeah, like that's it's such a weird thing, like how like tight. Yeah, I, everyone well, is. I'm curious about that. Letting someone um, review a car. Another thing right? about just general sponsorships on the internet is usually they get written in for final cut. So if they get screening purposes and can say, "Cut that out. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. Leave that. Get rid of that." So. Yeah, it's picked and chosen either way, whether it's good, bad, negative or not. The negative stuff is the stuff that they let through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that there's a it depends on the place, right? There's mm-hmm. so much of that that depends on who's doing it and who's in charge of it. It's not even just the corporate portion of it. It's the who is editing that and who, you know, who's going through that. The Ineos thing is interesting because like I. I would assume, based on the history of that company, the people that are, or the guy that owns it or is the dream behind it, 
and what they're trying to do with it. I'm surprised that journalists seem to have a trouble getting them like guys like, um, I blanking on his name. What's uh Lieberman help, help me Colin. What's the Australian guy? What's X overland. Or... Yep. Yep. What's his name though? Oh yeah. For X overland, Andrew St. Pierre white, Andrew St. Pierre. That's him. Okay. So the, the thing about that is like, yeah, the, the conversation that we had aside from the podcast was that like he got some heat, right. For uh, negatively re- reviewing a Montero and got his like, essentially got his journalism card pulled by Mitsubishi at that point, And they wouldn't give him a car after that. <laughs> well, he, got but, he got blacklisted. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> like this car seems like one that they should know that this guy is going to be into it. Right. Like it'd be like to use this terrible right. example, yeah, Jeep sending him a 392 Wrangler. Like they're going to be like, yeah, right. he's probably going to like this. He's going to say it's outlandish and American, but he's going <laughs> to prove our point, which is it's outlandish and American and it's great off road. Like, that's great. So it's really weird. He would just enjoy the hell out of it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's weird for me to think that they're (laughs) not, that they're playing whatever it is, the Tesla card where they're not doing anything, or if it's the Ferrari thing where they're not doing selected things. Like I'm really curious because I haven't seen anybody else that's outside of like the kind of YouTuber space, uh, review one yet. Um, Mm -hmm, so I've seen some articles, um, and there's been, you know, since they were even a dream, there's been a lot of articles, but there isn't a lot of like, you know, the, your motor trends and road and tracks and things like that uh, on it yet. Um, so, and I could be wrong. I, maybe I haven't seen it yet, but I do see we nothing. Think some of that could be from just like maybe a point that Mike pointed out in that they still have R&D to do on things like <sighs> I mean, the... the uh, yeah. algorithm that's going to be running their um so the thing is that they're they're delivering them so they're out there uh it could be that they're such a small company that they don't have you know a press fleet maybe that's a thing weren't these also in south Mm -hmm. africa for like a year before now uh i don't know i i don't know the answer to that they i thought thought that video addressed that where he said that maybe for testing stuff I would assume that they tested in those markets, right? Like probably a South Africa and Australia, Iceland, whatever, like that's kind of what those things do. And it's, again, the company is huge and very, very, very wealthy. Um, and that's why they are able to build this thing as a one-off vehicle or a two to three off vehicle. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who knows if this could very easily, I think be, in 10 years, the like, I'm trying to think of some stupid auto manufacturer that came and went, maybe like a Fisker, Fisker? is still here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a Fisker or, uh, or even like a Lamborghini LM002 or whatever, uh, you know, situation where it's like, this was a really cool idea and everybody loved it and all the magazines loved it. And then it flopped because no one could buy it. This is reasonable in quotes, right? So people will buy this. It's it's in a spot where people will buy it, but it is niche. Like the thing that, you know, we we argued about like back and forth of who would buy it, but like it's niche. Like I I agree. But you I, know, I, th- I think one thing mm-hmm. we can all agree on is that the more options that are even close in the sphere, yeah, is the better option anyway. It is. It is. And it's, it's not only right now, right? Because it makes buyers buy the things that we 
are trying to use right now, mm-hmm. but it helps us down the road. It helps us in 15 years. Cause if there's exactly. 2000 of these, that's 2000 more SUVs on the market with solid axles and probably lockers that we can buy for half the price. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's so Sean like, wants you that's to wagon the electric <laughs> secondary market. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All about the secondary market, which by the way, more efficient because <laughs> they've already been built. So mm-hmm. better than a new car on the environment. Sorry, everybody. Yep. A big, a big you know, I, had, Sean. I had a, I had a fun thought the other day and uh, I know someone that's going to hate me for saying this probably, but um, I, the, the gambler 500, which I respect the heck out of these guys for, uh, for doing what they do. Um, they just had a really nice little video about bend that like is awesome. They're environmentalists. Everybody yeah. will hate me for saying that, but they're environmentalists. Yeah. They really Good for are. them. Yeah. I love it. I love every part of it. That's uh, why I sent that into the group text. Cause I was like, you know what? We should do a better job of being steward in our area. Like we that's, have this. That's the better word. If you use yeah. steward and not environmentalist, people like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have that. Thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Go clean the woods up, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's true though. Yeah. And they do a good yeah. job of it and they make it fun, but yeah. they, yeah. Their whole thing is clean the woods up, stop starting fu- fucking fires. Yeah. Stop leaving your garbage and buy Ineos. Uh, so <laughs> we talked about the uh, engine and transmission and all that yet. How do you guys feel it's about the BMW. fact that it only oh, straight comes... six BMW? V, uh, no, it's, it's a Supra engine. That's right. <laughs> is, it, is it actually a B58? So, so wait, they put it's a B58. They put the it's motor a, in yeah. something that looks good. It's you a three mean? Liter. Yeah, it's yeah. the three O um, inline six. It's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's a three series Supra uh, engine. Yeah, all so. for it. Smooth as shit. Well, I mean, to be fair, guys tune the shit out of those and run ridiculous numbers of the drag strips. So I, I can't imagine there's going to be very difficult tuning to make that thing just grunt like a, uh, I don't know, like something grunts. Yeah. <laughs> Big in church. I don't know. I was trying to think of something that wasn't uh, quite as vulgar. Did, uh, well, I, I, I don't since think it's down on power be, to begin with. Did the trail ribbon guy, no. since I you kind of talk about the, the hump, oh, well, he doesn't have it on the, the driver's side hump by yeah. the, uh, because it's not yeah. right hand so, drive. So yeah, so so a, just like yeah. Andrew was saying, he's like, for yep. you guys that have the American version, you're not going to have this hump right here where your foot goes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that, that is true. By the way, so that's after he excellent. It, so there goes there I, there goes U.S. market <laughs> skyrocketing right there. It's just. <laughs> uh, I didn't see the end of the video. Did he ever decide if he could live with it or if it was too too much? He he basically it, it was funny because he like he does all of his thing, you know, and he does like a, a, a real in-depth walk around of like all the cool things, like, like the power system that's under the back seat, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the power outlets on, on the roof. Like that's, that was, that's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Um, there's like, you know, he just kind of went around and everything. And he did come back to that and say that he doesn't think he could live with it. And he does think that it will affect their sales in the right-hand drive countries. Okay. He, he thinks it really is going to because you sit in it and then you've got this thing that makes your foot and your leg, like, not comfortable. He's not a big guy. Yeah. I can totally understand. Like, when he started talking about that, the first thing yeah. I thought of was why I can't drive Toyotas that are not Land Cruisers yep. because 
how you because of sitting on the floor the way yeah, you do it. I, I can't up. I physically can't do it. Like it just it's so uncomfortable for me. So yeah, like that I one hundred percent see that like his point about that being true. So on yeah. that point, Colin, there's a manufacturer that makes standoffs for the Tacoma and I think the Forerunner yeah. that actually to tilts tilt the seat, the back. seat back so it gives you <laughs> extra legroom. Yeah. So you, you mean so that, that it cuts the circulation off to your feet because hey, now hey, your, whoa, whoa, your whoa, whoa, center of your whoa. legs are higher than the bottom? <laughs> Most they, We're talking about American market. Now, type 2 <laughs> mm, diabetes mm. is already pretty high, so let's Use just say right. that so you've got your compression circulation socks on anyway. It's already low. <laughs> is... <laughs> Toyota's just going to start doing hand controls, and that way, when you can cut your legs off with the diabetes, you don't even need them. Yeah, there we go. I'll just I'll just preemptively <laughs> cut mine off. <laughs> Comes with the uh, yeah. with the new title when you sign it over for the. <laughs> <laughs> just go up, <laughs> legs. Got actually, doing discount. it at the dealership now. Get, I don't know get, if you do this. You get yeah. a, you know, four grand off if you sell them knees yeah. and below. You donate your legs, and then. <laughs> anyway, I don't dislike this vehicle. I want to bring that up real quick. No, uh, I just how don't. Could you, how could you actually dislike it, though? Yeah, but I, I've argued a lot with people. I just don't agree with the things you guys are saying. Well, it's cool. not that I don't. I think it's a bad car. I just. I don't. That's why you're here. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's an echo chamber. <laughs> right, yeah. Otherwise, you guys are all just going to agree with each other. Like, mm, yes, yes, mm, yes, sip tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think that for what it is, it's the cooler thing in the market. Uh, I think that for the things that you can cross shop it against, it's pretty cool. Um, I think that I wish they had a diesel option over here, and I wish they probably had. Um, I was just looking at the interior. And then looking at that BMW shift lever thing, and it's the most out of place butt plug I have ever seen on the inside of a car. Like, I, I don't like the combined Tesla center console garbage. That's really okay not the, my style, but look past it, sure. But I'm okay with the rest of it, to be honest, because I think it, it does a cool thing. It's trying to have like these real big switches and these real like oh, the, tactile like push yeah. the button things. I get that, but that shift knob, like especially right next to the uh, transfer case selector, you're like what? One of these didn't was on accident. One of these happened by accident. Yeah. And Sean is still muted. I don't know if who did that to him, but he is. Uh, I did it to, to myself. Okay. I did it to myself. I was going to say that small vehicle manufacturer I tried sending stuff. Sending you a message. Yeah. <laughs> at least the other stuff I said was stupid. So, I th I, oh, I good. Think the yeah. Push button. Okay. Cool. Thing, Didn't need it anyway. Some of the new cars are going to push button selected gears, like park. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Who so was the one bad. that had the? Uh, it's like a, a three finger thing, and like you put your three fingers in there, and you pull up on these two. You can go into drive <laughs> or reverse, or you push down on this one, and it's park. Or if you push these two, it's in neutral. It's like Dumb. some some guy posted a video of it, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, come on, nobody wants that. Everybody, no. nobody said a good thing about it, and they killed that one kid from Star Trek. That's what? why, like Tacoma or, or did you Toyota hear about that? Right Hold on, the dial for turning to get 
to your four low, a high low, two low. Okay, so uh, Steve, tell me you know what I'm talking about. That one kid from the new Star Trek. So he was at his gate at his house. There's a new Star Trek. Yeah, it had Chris. It had one of the Chris's in it. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. Yep. So the kid that uh, ran the uh, who was it? It was the kid that ran the teleportation deck. Anyway, doesn't matter. He was the actor that was in there. He had a Jeep Grand Cherokee that had like a dial knob to turn it into like park, drive, reverse, etc. Mm-hmm. And he was getting out to go open his own gate to his house or his friend's house or something like that. And he turned the dial thinking he put it into uh, park and he put it into low, got out, went to start pushing the gate. The gate was locked and his own car ran into him and killed him like, against his gate. It's the whole thing. That's that's bad. I, I don't want to be the guy that says this, but that seems like less the fault of the spinny dial and more the fault of Driver. not knowing how to use the yeah, spinny but dial. Yeah, push it forward, he would still be here today. Well, it sounds like he might have pulled it back because he essentially did that, right? Like, I'm not the asshole here, am I? Because yeah, it's Sean right or left or run. forward or back. It's so, I wouldn't know. I mean, I mean we, can't, we can't forget that in the 50s, there were push-button transmissions. They're kind of cool. I don't know how Sorry. many deaths there were because of them, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it was a thing forever ago, too. <laughs> For the record, I don't love the buttons either. I don't mind the BMW shifter. I hate it in that here. Guy. It looks stupid in the NES. I don't know who it's that, that is, guy. but sorry anyway, about family, his luck. Yeah, his family had a lawsuit. There's a class action lawsuit that they started. A whole bunch of stuff happened. It rolled back down the driveway. Something happened where, yeah, it like it continued to roll forward. The parking brake failed on oh. his Jeep and that, killed him. That yeah, has a lot less to do with the spinny dial. No, it's, it, it's because mm, it wasn't that's a Jeep in, problem. Yeah, it was a Jeep problem. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading it right that's now. Jeeps, man. It was yeah. on a <laughs> steep incline, and the vehicle's parking brake failed, rolled back down the driveway, and killed him. It says that the vehicle was under recall for problems with the gear shifter, specifically. Well, in your comparison, I'm not going to believe I haven't. I don't. I don't think that that's a fair comparison to the Ineos because the no, Ineos, not at all. It, what you're saying is the, the Jeep killed The knob someone. is a um, yeah. The Ineos one the I just don't the like. The knob is for the yeah. off is the off road modes and stuff like that, but like the shifter itself is yeah. He's just saying it looks out of place. Traditional. Yeah. yeah. And it does because it's a BMW shifter. It, I, I mean, it's very obviously yeah. a BMW shifter. Yeah. I think that it does look out of place, but I also just go, eh, it's, it's you know, whatever, first generation of a small auto manufacturer. I don't love it, but, like, if you, Luke would appreciate this, I think, if you stare at window switches on cars all the time when they're coming through shops, all of a sudden you'll be like, that's the same window switch that's on that car, that mm-hmm. car, and that car from all these yeah. different manufacturers. That's fucking weird. You know, it, it, it's and not great. Center but... consoles are something that's turned into something weird in the last yeah. four years anyway. Ugh. Yeah. With push buttons and turning knobs and yeah. all sorts of well, stuff. Well, I think Tesla started that. Well, <laughs> involving everything. Well, they, they oh, you're talking on the screen. Thing yeah. In the middle. On the screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a screen now. At yeah. least this thing has, Which, though, like, I, You say, ugh, but... I will say the new Defender does the same thing, and it actually pulls it off and looks good. 
I mean, I, mean, I think they're, so. I think they're fine. I, it's not my favorite thing, but like, it's also not a thing that I hate. I just don't like looking. Yeah. At- over for certain things when I'm sure. driving, <laughs> and I would should just yeah. be in front of me. I would Speedo say in the center sucks in my opinion, but I wonder if that has any sort of like heads up display or anything. I don't know. Probably I haven't not. heard anybody talk about it. But, I don't. Um, yeah. Also, I haven't uh, heard anybody complain about the gauges though that is actually driving it. Exactly. So it might it might not be a, a, that big a deal. I just I'm not a fan of that as a thing. Those are minor can, inconveniences more than anything. I can finally yeah, see the hump. I've, I've zoomed in on uh, one of the side views. From the <laughs> I was looking, so when I was on mute, I was it. looking at it. Yeah, that looks awful. The only it car kind of, I would not yeah, buy see? based upon the way the dash looks is a Super yeah. Duty Ford. And that's because what? they write Super Duty from one side to the <laughs> other. <laughs> That's my oh, favorite man. part. I sometimes forget <laughs> when I'm driving, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh shit, I'm in the Super Duty. I should make sure I take this corner a little bit wide so that I can make sure I get over it." Yeah, I'm really disappointed every time I'm driving my vehicle that it doesn't say what it is anywhere I can read. It's really yeah. confusing. Yeah. That's a problem, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> "Where's the? Isn't there a silhouette of it on the windshield or something?" Hard I can to see sometimes. Although the Grenadier does do that on the uh, center of the like ceiling where all the other switches are, this is a big Grenadier. So yeah, that's uh, good. Keeping the topic set, uh, I did hear great well, things it's on the, from, but it's on the ceiling. See, so you, you're ceiling, not looking yeah. up there all the time. No, also uh, apparently <laughs> look up hard to read. <laughs> hard to read. Yeah, I'm looking. That, and that's what you should be doing if you're driving a eighty thousand dollar off roader. Uh-huh. Um, you should be looking up at people <laughs> so that you can look back down at them. Um, I've, I've heard great things from all sorts of different places, though, about the seats. Um, everybody says that those Recaros are comfortable and people really well, like them. Of course they are. They're Recaros. Yeah, they're Recaros. No one but, ever bought uh, a Recaro option and didn't like it. Says it in the name. It's yeah. in the name. <laughs> <laughs> Recaro is French for comfortable. Yeah. So I've heard yeah. heard positives. Don't look that up. Don't look that up. Don't Google that. <laughs> Get off your, get off of it, Mike. Don't do it. What does Ricaro mean? I think we should all do our homework and come back with proof that the Ineos can go up a hill without lockers on next week. I just watched another video of it on uh, on on the rollers test with another company, and they still couldn't go anywhere until they locked. That, the roller testing also, is such nonsense. Also, Thank for, you, Jeep commercials. I know. Select shows, track nonsense. Uh, I'm looking at all this stuff. It shows that as soon the, as you're in four low, you are in. Your center is locked. That's so if exactly he, he just was like in four every low. Other. I know. So that's what I'm saying. So he was in four low, and he tried to go up that hill, and he couldn't do it until he locked the rear. So. I'm, I wasn't saying that it's incapable of going up the hill. It's just if you had a vehicle without lockers, you wouldn't have made Play it back. up the hill that he did. That's what I said. But I said, is that a physical problem or is that a software issue? Right. And I think they'll probably update the software at some point exactly. and send it out over the Internet like everybody yeah, does nowadays. The That but, was something that... Andrew talked about in his, like there were some like little quirks that he was pointing out as he was driving it. And he mm-hmm. said that, uh, that there is a software update that his friend needed to take it in to do yeah, the update. And it's most of the people that have purchased that, this saying, so. have, have, yeah, yeah, I believe that like a one week ownership so. of it. Yeah. Also, Ricardo <laughs> is for, uh, 
there's two it's just two names in French. Two names shoved together. It's Riutter and Karayisi. Uh, I don't know. And they I just think you need to cite your source there. Yeah, Ricaro's <laughs> website. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't believe it. <laughs> is that Thank the Ricaro.fr or is it Ricaro.co.uk? <laughs> so that, do you believe in? Uh, how do you feel about Wikipedia? <laughs> That's I feel like it's open source. Yeah. It, Mm, yeah, I'm is. gonna go in and change it. I'm gonna go to update it right now. Exactly. Hold on. Pause the podcast. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Oh, all right. Wow. I think that's. I think we can be done arguing now. Eh? Do we have to? But we all agree that more cars, off-road space, good. Yes. Nope. Agreed. Hundred percent. More conversation. Yes. Good. I. Yes. I know. I'm, I've always been in the camp of get more people involved in more ways. Yeah. I think if you get rich people doing stuff, you'll end up with expensive things, but they'll figure out cheap ways eventually to do those expensive things cheaper. I mean, but and I appreciate that. What's the cheapest brand new platform you would buy? Brand new off the lot. For me specifically? Just in general. If I was going to do something, I would probably. So the cheapest platform I think you could get into if you're. Minimum requirements are four doors, four wheel drive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you could get into like a base model Wrangler and do okay. You could fit 33s without doing anything. And what's that go play like 32, 33, I think. Um, and I think past that, you're getting into the forerunner territory, but those like 40. Can you put a tent on a basic Wrangler? Yeah, if you get as long as you have a hard top, I I ran a tent on the hard top on my uh JL. With no problems, it's got. Okay. It's got. They they tell you not to with certain amounts of this or that, but there's a static load rating that you can actually find, and that static load rating says you can do this, and that uh, moving road load rating, the dynamic load rating states like the dynamic, yeah, yeah. Yep. The the uh, hard shell tent I had met all the requirements, Perfect. so we could, yeah. and we did it. It was no problem. But I would say so other than that, it's really in forerunner is about yeah. that number. Then yeah, so. This being $30,000 more is a considerable difference, but yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like saying, so like you can't get into a Suburban, a Tahoe, a Grand Wagoneer of the modern age. They're all 80 to 100 grand. Yeah, so like and this, the Tacoma is going to cost you 46. Any mini truck is going to cost you yeah. almost 50 grand. Yeah. If I was buying new and I needed to put Haley in something that was four wheel drive and I thought I wanted it to be cool and comfortable and we didn't need more space, like that's super in the realm of if I was rich enough, I'd be looking at it. Um, but for me yeah. to straight well, when, axe swap when all a Tacoma, when all Andrew can talk about when all Andrew can talk about when he's driving it is how much like a G Wagon it is. Yeah, I think that tells you build quality. Like what at what level like the quality and feel inside mm-hmm. is yeah. in comparison to these other things, which is why, part of why it can fetch the high you know sticker price right off the bat because well, you can't get into a G wagon for under hundred grand. They're competing with. Yeah, exactly. It's cheap if you're trying to compete against a G wagon or a Defender for that matter. <laughs> or a Defender, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. So I think that's a, I think that's a good place for it, but other than that, actually, you know what? I'm wrong. 
Defender 130 starts at 70,000. So. Really? Is it a two door? No, 130 is the long four door. 130 is the oh, long okay. four door. Yeah. What's the number for the two door then? I, I mix this up. Uh, let's see what the 90, 90 is. 90. There you go. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant what the number was, like price point. At 90, actually, the 90 starts at $56,400. I thought that the 90 wow. was pretty cheap on the bottom end, but they they have like a huge range too. It's like, it's the Wrangler thing, yeah. right? I hate to use that comparison again, but the cheapest Wrangler so is pretty, pretty cheap. I, the most expensive one's pretty expensive. So, yeah. So, well, they also didn't, the, the, the mass production numbers are in the four door one ten. Yeah. Which so I think is the best that one. Might be the yeah. cheapest way you could get one. It'd be my guess. Maybe I'm probably wrong, but like they didn't make as many of the 90, which is why the price is higher. And then the 130 is longer and bigger, so it, it the price is higher on that as well. So, are you talking about new? Yeah, what's a new 110? Yeah, so 110 is in the middle. Why would I be talking about sorry? The, because I got confused. Because the so they oh. basically 90 is the cheapest, 110 is the next, 130 is the most, and it's just I'm sure based on size, oh. like mm-hmm. just because so nice. price comes with size. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger is you better want more and defender, more expensive. More money. Yep. <laughs> it's more two more doors. Please. I don't think bigger is better though. The one thirty yeah. is too big. I think it's silly looking. I think the one ten is perfect. I've yeah it yeah one ten is perfect. The one thirty like it looks weird, and then I've watched a couple of the because of course Land Rover guy. Hello. Uh, I've watched a couple of like the side by sides of like one tens doing stuff and one thirties, and it's just like. I don't want. I don't want the 130 at all. It looks. <laughs> it looks like a ter- terrible time. <laughs> I still. I, I still IFS, can't go around. Really long wheelbase and way long overhangs. Ooh, mm-hmm. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't like how they look, and that's just. I get that that's a me thing. They very Tonka truck to me. They look like they're toys shaped in ch- like in a factory. To this is the guy them. sitting in front of a oh, Wrangler. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely <laughs> like that stuff. I genuinely like that stuff. I'm not I'm not saying that that's why I dislike it, but that's it's, what it looks like and I don't I'm I'm not a fan of it. It's like that's the, okay. Yeah. Mike the, sees the, a second car enter the 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 solid axle front and goes whoa whoa whoa. Yeah, it's gonna take away, away the one Jeep. thing that makes Jeep <laughs> somewhat cool in this sphere. Oh. Hey, I like I like what I like and I don't like much. I like most things. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna I say owned that's a everything. False. So like <laughs> at least like. You've owned yeah. and driven way more than than me. That's for sure. Yeah, come at this from an ownership standpoint. From someone who would never be able to own a Trinity at its uh, current price range, I the most expensive vehicle I've ever bought was a JL Rubicon, and that was uh, through the business and at the tip top tippity top of what I could buy. In 15 what, years, what's, Mike's going to own a Grenadier. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> what's the most expensive sticker price adjusted for inflation on a vehicle that you've owned? Because it's definitely up in that range, right? No. Um, the farthest yeah. back, ex- most expensive thing I bought was a ZR2. ZRX. Well, it's not there. No, the ZR2 was only like 38 and how much? Yeah. How much was your WRX? My WRX was like 33 but that was in 2009. I don't know. So I, I might be on. I was thinking like inflation. I was thinking about your Super Duty, and then I was thinking about. So I got uh, that used, and it was cheap. 
again. When you buy your Ineos, it's also going to be used and cheap. So <laughs> I see it used would be the same as forty yeah. six thousand. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not much. But uh, the truck might have been. How much was the uh, Jeep? <laughs> it was. Uh, it was fifty. Uh, it's forty eight out the door. Forty eight. And what year? Two thousand eighteen. Oh, okay. Whoa. Which Jeep? Whoa. Whoa. You never saw my uh, jail Rubicon? No, Mike. You have nine cars every year. <laughs> it's hard to oh, keep track. I towed a trailer behind it on one of our uh, <laughs> Alvord trips. Not one. That no, I, I didn't. I towed a trailer on it behind be it on a different trip. 58. Yeah. So we're it's not still- there. But, I I mean, you know, like I said, it's, it's I yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't even know what argument I'm making anymore. I'm not sure. Let's do the math on the uh, <laughs> on the F two fifty. You're trying though. to you're trying to tell yeah. Mike he has more money than he thinks he has. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to say that like, yes, none of us are buying a brand new seven series, but in 15 years, all of us can buy a brand new seven series that's 15 years depreciated. So like, yes, you're 100 percent right. You're not going to buy one at the dealer. None of us are. That's yeah. Fine. I'm just saying it yeah. will depreciate at some yeah, point to the, a spot that's like whatever. That's it's fine. Base MSRP of a Land Cruiser in 1994 is 34653. So rounding up to 35, just because I, I'm assuming it had some options. I had the gold package on mine, right? $35,000 from 94 today is 72443. Exactly. So it's right there. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See? So, so and you're I, super duty. So right there in the Ineos. That's, is an $80,000 truck today. That was kind of my point. And not like as an argument. It's just like I, I'm assuming all of us have had that one vehicle or a yeah. few vehicles that like, you know, whatever, like a, even a Cressida or something like is an expensive car in its time adjusted for inflation, blah, blah, blah. That's my, my Range Rover argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My yeah. Range Rover in 2008 was a $98,000 car. Right. That I that I paid 9% of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the 90% depreciation <laughs> is incredible. Yeah, if if Land Rover's good at anything, it's depreciation, yeah. okay? So, here's <laughs> a good one. It says, unless it says Defender on it. 